Welcome to the Star Wars Collector Podcast, episode number 15. I am your host, Brian, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Carl. Hello, Carl. Hey, Brian, and everyone out there else listening to us. Yes, we, uh, we've we picked up several new listeners over the, the last couple months I've seen. So, uh, welcome, everyone. Thanks for listening. And uh, so, uh, we'll start out the show with uh, the little bit of stuff that we got. Uh, what did you get in the last... Uh, Oh, I guess a couple of weeks since the last uh, time we podcast. Not much. Um, like a lot of people, I'm looking for the new wave of Rogue One, and I actually have some cases coming to my store, but it hasn't showed up yet. But I did have a small collection of miscellaneous stuff come through my store, and and there was two vintage Stormtroopers that was in really good condition, so I took them home. It's the only thing bad about being a business owner that also collects toys, you know, it's like, ooh, I could sell these, but no, I want these. So the, the two troopers went home with me to go with my other. I think that just gives me four vintage stormtroopers now, so I don't have like a ton of them or anything. I've seen some amazing pictures online before of people that have just like an endless amount. Yeah. You're taking all your inventory. <laughs> <laughs> Two troopers. Um, uh, the, and the other thing I picked up is I've been I started this thing. I've been thinking how in the the old days, you know, with like Revenge of the Sith and Attack of the Clones, when we a movie came out, we got like 50 figures or more, you know. And there's certain figures we won't um, obviously ever see in Rogue One. So um, I picked up the the Legacy Collection for some reason. I think it came out about the time that I stopped being a Star Wars completist, and I never picked up the Bell Organa Legacy Collection figure. So I picked it up. I'm off eBay, and it it actually came in the mail yesterday. I got him. I don't know. I think I got him like seven dollars shipping and all. So you can't beat that. So I'm just going to add Bell to my Rogue One shelf because he was in Rogue One. Yeah, I think that came out in like 2008, maybe. Yeah, somewhere in that range. I didn't actually look up the date, but it's a good figure, and he obviously looks a little bit, because this, this is Revenge of the Sith, he looks a little bit older, but I mean, it's an action figure that's four inches. I mean, you can't, on a shelf, you're not going to notice that he's really younger looking. Is that Did it come in the package that looks similar to like the Revenge of the Sith packaging? Yeah, it was that rounded top okay, packaging, but yeah. it was the blue and white packaging, yeah. Yeah, I remember those. I think that's about the time that I quit collecting everything too and just started picking up mostly you know the stuff that i liked yeah okay so i i ended up getting an a-wing with hera i got it on the clearance aisle for i think it was 15 bucks oh wow you can't beat that that is that was probably my maybe my favorite vehicle of the year i think i mentioned on our podcast yeah i got it because well i don't have a hera figure for one thing because you know trying to find a three and three quarter inch which was i think only in a two-pack wasn't it yes correct that was really hard to find yeah i've seen them online for like 45 dollars yeah for the two-pack what did it come with um was it was it a trooper of some sort it may have been i don't remember I just know that uh, it goes for a lot of money. And then, of course, yeah. I uh, I got my Smuggler's Bounty, which uh, uh, this is probably going to be the last one I get. Um, I've just been like, eh, they've been, uh, the next one is, uh, I think, a Rebels one. And it just, I don't know. I'm, not, I'm to the point where I never did really collect a lot of them. I just collected mainly the, you know, exclusive ones and then the ones from this Smuggler's Bounty. But they're starting to take up too much room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> but this one's pretty cool. This one, uh, this one came with a uh, a Wampa, a stuffed Wampa figure, 
you know, he's about, uh, I don't know, six inches tall or so. And it also came with, this time, the uh, Han and Tauntaun. Well, that's cool. It's a it's a pretty pretty big box. I mean, it's one of those ones like you see um, that have more than one figure in them at Walmart or something like that. It's a pretty big one. It's probably about ten inches tall. The box is and about twelve inches wide and probably about eight inches deep. So uh, both the Tauntaun head and Han's head both bobble. <laughs> that's nifty. And it comes on a really big base, too, so it looks pretty cool. I haven't actually taken it out of the box yet, but I haven't decided. I haven't taken any of mine out of the box, actually. That was going to be my next question. Have you been taking your Funko Pops out of the box? So you answered that. I'm thinking about it, but just haven't yet, you know, for whatever reason. It's pretty much like the six-inch figures. I haven't taken but, uh, like, two of them out of the box, only because if I take them out of the box, I have nowhere to put them. (laughs) (laughs) That's yeah. something that every collector runs into. Yeah, and this uh, Smuggler's Bounty also came with a pair of socks. <laughs> yeah, so uh, it's got uh, Stormtrooper heads and Darth Vader heads all over them. Kind of like the Funko style. Yeah. Uh, at least it didn't come with a t-shirt, because those things, I just I can't wear them. You know, like I've said before. Yeah, that's what she used to tell me. You tried bigger sizes, and they just didn't work, so you, so you just kind of gave up on it. <laughs> Yeah, it came with a Lando, I think it was a Lando pin, yeah, and also a uh, a Yoda patch. You know, and just like all the other patches, it's exactly the same size and shape as all the rest of them. I don't know what I'm going to do with all those. I got oh, eight of them, I think, now. Yeah. So, uh, our meeting for, what is it, February the 12th, I think? Is that yeah, right? Right in, yeah, right in there somewhere. Um yeah, I've actually already been thinking of it. I'm ahead of the curve. February 11th, actually. I just 11th, looked. okay. Yeah, but um, I don't know. It just hit me the other <clears throat> the other day, like I mentioned just a minute ago, how there's lots of Rogue One figures we'll never see, um, you know, released. So I was thinking we should. It'd be kind of fun how I've how I've since I've been the region director, I've had us do dioramas and displays of certain figures, and I thought for this meeting. Well, while Rogue One is still fresh, let's do a Rogue One display, and I'm going to need all your guys' help for what we got loose. And I've actually came up with a list. Besides <clears throat> the ones um, that we've had released in packets, mm-hmm. we would need to bring a Grand Moff Tarkin figure for the display. Um, Dutch Vander, okay. and of course Princess Leia is on my list. Yeah. Um, Dr. Evison and Ponda Bob is on my list. I don't think I have those loose. (laughs) Well, between all of us, maybe Mark or Chris can help us out, too. Um, Emperor's Royal Guard Mm -hmm. um, and Rebel Commanders and Commandos. And I know there's more. I mean, like, one just popped in my head. We can bring Chopper, too, even though he's more animated than movie-looking there. And C-3PO and R2-D2, but the list could go on and on. I thought I would talk to you guys some before the meeting and see what what other characters that made an appearance in the movie we can come up with of using a figure that is close to what they look like in Rogue One. Uh-huh. I just yeah. thought that would be kind of fun and different for our meeting. There's a Death Star droid. Yep, that's another one, too, that we can add. Uh, let's see. What, of course, Stormtroopers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, obviously. Um, I can't think of anything else right off the top of my head. Darth Vader. I mean... <laughs> yeah, but, but he's he got... He was a, released. Got, yeah. yeah, he was released in the Rogue One wave, so I didn't mention him. 
Mm, I can't I can't think of any others right off the top of my head yet. But uh, yeah, we still got a few weeks here. Yeah. Somebody um, I'd seen on one of the forums I go to had done a great custom of Darth Vader in the Bantha tank. Uh, done a really good job. In the what tank? It, what, what is it called? Bantha? What was it called? The tank that he's in and when he's on? <laughs> it's a Bakta tank. Bakta tank. Okay, no, Bakta no. tank. B-A-C-C-A, I think is how it's spelled. Bakta. Uh, Bakta. Okay. Something like that. B-A-C-T-A yeah. or... Oh, uh, no, i got to look it up. <laughs> Whatever it is, somebody did an amazing custom. We need to get our buddy Mark on that. <laughs> Because I was impressed, he had it. He had uh, he had it. The guy had it on display and had um. B a c t a. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's Bakta. So you know, the Luke was in the Bakta tank as well. Yes. Yeah. You know, yep. Empire. Yep. And in which books, I have that figure somewhere. Yeah, and I have the uh, Lego set that has that in it too. Uh, do you have that one? I've I brought do not it to have the that meeting. Lego set. Yeah, I remember you bringing that one. I think I don't have that one. Yeah, they have one out now. It's like a a super set of that that has a bunch of... It was almost like all the ones that I had brought, you know, that were separate Hoth scenes that we did when they did that Hoth diorama with the Lego stuff that I did. You know, they have all that pretty much in one set now. So if you uh, if you see that one, you, you should pick that one up. But it's pretty expensive. I think it's about 200 for that now. Yeah. Yeah, it's one of those... I don't think it's like a... Oh, what's the name of the sets that they do? Uh, like the the Death Star. Ah, uh, uh, oh, okay. shoot. I can't remember the series that they call that. Yeah, they have a specific name for it. I can't remember it either, too. But that's that's the type of set it is, but it's not really called that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's, it's one of those things where they have everything put together as opposed to buying four or five sets, you know, that are called... Or uh, instead of you going out and buying four or five different sets, you can just buy that one and get them all in the same set. Yeah. Okay, hmm. so we've got some uh, some news announcements. You want to go ahead and take that? Okay, the the first news, which I guess would be called the biggest news, which maybe means we're going to get a trailer maybe pretty soon, is the name of the new Star Wars movie that will be coming out this December <clears> has <throat> been released, and it's called The Last Jedi. Jar Jar. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so what what do you think of the title when you saw it? I liked it. I mean, from the moment I heard it, I liked it. Yeah. So, and of course, it make, makes you think. Um, so, is Luke the last Jedi right now, or is Ray about to become the last Jedi? I mean, it could have so many meanings. Well, yeah, because you know the plural of Jedi is Jedi. Yeah. But uh, in the Force Awakens crawl, it actually says Luke the last Jedi. It actually calls him the last Jedi. Yeah. And then one of the the, uh, the scenes that was cut from the movie, they actually have Snoke calling Luke Skywalker the last Jedi. Huh. Is that scene like on one of the discs that I have not watched yet? Yeah, I think it was, it may have been on the uh, 3D. Huh. I hadn't picked the 3D version up yet. I'm still waiting. I don't know why. <laughs> I need to. It's only going to go up in price, you know, for the I most know. part. Yeah, I don't expect them to have any sales anytime soon on Amazon for it. Um, on our next news, we have one six scale R two D two hot toys. I can think of a few of our club members that'll probably be all over that that have an R two D two focus going on. Mike Hyken. Yeah, <laughs> and Craig Ozzy. I didn't know um, he had one. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah he does. I actually haven't seen pictures of it yet, have you? 
Yeah, I looked it up the other day, and it, it looks pretty good. I thought about actually getting there was uh, there was one that uh, Sideshow had themselves. I don't think it was a six scale though. It was uh, a little bit smaller, I think, and it it looked pretty cool. And it was only like a, I'm thinking like a hundred and thirty five or forty dollars on sale or something. Uh huh. But uh, it had like uh, the drink tray and and uh, you know a bunch of stuff with it. Huh. And next on our list would be the 40th anniversary packaging. And you got double racetrack spec and a question mark beside that. You want to explain that a little bit? Uh, yeah, the uh, models or whatever you want to call them. The snap, I guess the snap together models or something is what is what everybody saw that had the oh. double, double racetracks. And yeah, okay. of course, at first I thought it was the figures. I thought they were coming back out with them for the 40th anniversary, which I still think they're going to. And uh, so we'll uh, we'll have to wait and see, I guess, until Toy uh, Toy Fair comes out. Uh, was it February twelfth right, or something? Yeah, it's right around our meeting time. Yeah, I think it's the I think it starts the day after. I think it's the twelfth Sunday. Yeah. And next up is is two new six inch figures are starting to hit now. Um, the six inch Baze Malbus and Chert Mway which is one of my favorite characters from the movie, but I will not be collecting the six-inch figures, as I'm sure our listeners know. But we know you want both of those. Yeah, I do want those, too. <laughs> and they do... I will give them this. They look great. I've already looked at pictures <clears throat> of them on um, on one of the sites, and they, they, they did a great job with them. And... Our last thing on the news announcement would be the Medicom FN2187. Yeah, so that one's going to be 50 bucks. It looks pretty good. It's not, you know, it's not, I don't collect, you know, every single company's stuff. So it's just one of those things where I'd, I'd heard about it, they announced it, so I figured I'd just go ahead and tell everybody. And uh, there is one thing I forgot, and I know, uh, I know my wife's listening out there probably. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the Star Wars Rogue One Ultimate Visual Guide. I did get that. Forgot a, forgot about it till you know till she reminded me. And you brought that to our last meeting too, and it was really cool to look through. I will yeah. pick that up at same. I was thinking about that as a meeting guy, a meeting thing one time. We should um, do as a how I've been trying to do themes is bring a few of our favorite books because I, I know a lot of us have a lot of the same visual guides and books and stuff. I thought it'd be inf- interesting if we each brought a couple of books each and see if we brought the same ones or brought different ones. Yeah, that's cool. I like yeah. this book. I mean, this book was uh, really. Uh, informative about stuff that you know that the movie doesn't tell you, and yeah. uh, I'll have to uh, I'll have to finish reading it. I haven't read every single page because that's a lot of stuff. Oh yeah, it was neat to see inside um, Galen's home and stuff <clears> like <throat> that, and the stuff setting around, and it's just really nifty. Yeah, now back to the uh, the episode eight name. So I'm wondering if they're going to end up having a new Jedi order. You know, if this is something that kicks off, you know, I guess what Luke had attempted to do with Kylo Ren, you know, well, of course Ben Solo. Yeah. And that didn't work out very well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It didn't work out very well. And I mean, uh, but that stuff happens all the time. I mean, if you look back at the history of the Jedi, you know, a lot of them come and go, you know, as far as leaving the order, a lot of them turn to the dark side you know, there's been even one come back. Darth Raven, for instance. You know, yeah. 
he's a Jedi first, you know, then goes and becomes, uh, you know, a Sith, then comes back to the Jedi. Yep. Of course, that's all legends now, but... <laughs> <laughs> well, even look, it does. An, an age has nothing to do with them changing. Look at and from the prequels, we got Count Dooku, who obviously went to the dark side when he was a lot older. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so age means nothing. Yeah, just ask Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <sighs> All right, so I figured for our uh, general discussion, I know this episode's pretty quick. Uh, I figured we'd talk about tips for conventions, you know, especially celebration, since it's coming up in a couple months. And uh, we actually ended up getting a media badge for uh, for celebration. Unfortunately, they're only going to give us one. They won't give out two, which kind of stinks. Yeah, I guess they said so many people had requested stuff like that, they could only give out one. Yeah, so one per group, I guess. So, you know, some of the tips that I can think of is, you know, if if you can, you know, I you know, we didn't only because we're doing stuff other than celebration is get a place close if you can. You know, so that way you don't have to pay extra for parking. You know, you can always, you know, take your stuff back to uh your hotel room during the middle of the day and then come back if you want. I mean, I, I get you know you can do that too when you have a car, but unfortunately at uh, Orlando, your your car is parked on the other side of the building, and they only let you come in one side of the building, which is ridiculous. They won't let you come in on the back side of the building. You got to walk all the way around to the front, and it that is a huge building. So I don't know if you've ever been by there or not. Whenever you've gone down to Disney, but uh, the Orlando Convention Center is huge. Yeah, I don't think I have. I could be wrong and just not remembering it, but I don't think so. But um, I do. I agree one hundred percent. Though, on the, if you can be close, because I mean, it's just great. Great. I mean, to take something up to the room real quick or something like that, instead of you know waiting until you get like a handful of stuff. <laughs> yeah, the one thing that I'm gonna that I miss every time the last couple times I've been is the room sales. Whenever they have those uh, late evening midnight or whatever you want to call them uh room sales you know they'll have them in one of the um hotels that's there you know real close and since most of the time most of the convention stuff is open you know over with or around seven or so you know unless you're staying late to watch movies or they have some kind of special you know other event going on you you'll miss some of that stuff and uh not that i really needed it but you know you can but you can get some good stuff there you know some oh you know you could get prototypes off some of these people because they've got you know there's people from all different countries coming in i know Dwayne ended up getting a, a takara r2d2 off of somebody you know uh there's all kinds of different stuff that you can get and most of the time you know you get it at a reasonable price yeah that's going to be the big thing you're going to get it cheaper than what you're going to get it on that <clears throat> convention floor if they had the same thing yeah those from, guys are not paying up those you know those setup fees and stuff mm-hmm. yeah i know you know uh, also get there at the convention early you know if you're wanting to get there for especially for exclusives any kind of exclusive stuff like you know lego will have something hallmark will have something both of those funko you know those three especially are really hard to get unless you get there early and even then sometimes you don't get it because they let in 
the uh, it used to be Jedi Masters and, and Jedi Knights, but now they just got the Jedi Masters, which it was seven hundred dollars for a Jedi Master, and I I just couldn't couldn't do it. Seven hundred dollars was just not you know in my budget because last year or the last not last year but the last time we went it was like I think three hundred and fifty for a Jedi Knight. Mm-hmm. So. I thought that I thought they were going to have it this time, so this time I was going to get it because you, you know if you get those, you get in a half hour early, and most of the time those guys get every, get all that stuff. And they, you know, I know it's not their fault, but they also let in disabled people. You know, anybody that has uh, you know a disability of some sort that needs help getting in there early, which I understand why they do it because if they didn't, they'd probably get trampled. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> by not letting them in early, so but, you can't have that. No, but still, they'll they'll come in, you know, five minutes before the doors open, and they get in before the people that's been there hours. So you know, so those people get in there and get stuff too. And I don't know, I'm, it's it's one of those things where I understand why because I know I have people in my family that that have disabilities as well. So I understand why they do it. Uh, but, uh, you know, in a second thought also, you know, you, sometimes you think, hey, it's not really fair. You know, because yeah. sometimes they may be skirting that just so they can do that. You know, just so they can get extra stuff, you know, that exclusive stuff and sell it on eBay or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, not everybody, but, you know, there'll be a couple. Yeah, there's always a bad seeds in every yeah, type exactly. of situation like that. Yeah, exactly. Um, if you're going to panels, make sure you get in line. You know, at least 15 minutes early, sometimes even a little bit earlier than that, depending on what type of panel it is and who's there. I mean, if you're going to go see, you know, Mark Hamill, you better you better get in line an hour early at least. Um, if you can't get there early, even if it's like two minutes before the panel's supposed to start, go ahead and go and see if you can get in because a lot of times they won't fill up even though people will think that well everybody will think oh you know because i'm only 15 minutes early or 10 minutes early i'm not going to get a seat so there's no point in even going well mm-hmm. you know if a lot of people think that then there's going to be seats open or people will you know step out of line or if they hold uh, like I know they hold specific seats for the Jedi uh, masters and stuff like that. They have uh, assigned seating for them, and if those don't fill up at a certain point, they'll just let people in and sit in their seats. <clears throat> so you know, if you don't think you can get there on time, go ahead and go anyway, even if it's the last minute, because sometimes you can get in. Also, map out whatever your most important stuff is first. You know, make sure you prioritize which events you need to go to, which ones you don't. You know, if they overlap, then you're going to have a problem. So just make sure that you get your your most important ones first. Yeah, because there's no way you can do it at these conventions. You can do everything, even though you may think you want to. You just can't. You have to make choices. Yeah, it's impossible to do everything. I mean, I've been... This will be my fourth one, and you know it's it's still there's been there's stuff that I haven't seen even going you know this being my fourth time. So uh, <clears throat> also uh, take a little bit of cash with you. There will be you know a possible vendor or somebody you may see or or something like that where you'll need some cash. You know it, it, most people nowadays they take credit cards, but yeah. there will be you know possibly a person you'll meet and talk to in one of the panels or stuff like that because i've done this too and 
they'll have some stuff and they'll be like, oh yeah, I've got this here. You know, I'm willing to sell it or or trade plus cash or you know something like that to where you you'll need some cash because. <laughs> You know, there's a lot of collectors at this, you know, place, of course. I mean, that's what they're, they're coming there to see, you know, everything that there is to do with Star Wars because this is a Star Wars convention. And all these people, you know, for the most part, you know, they have a, a collector mentality to where if they can help somebody else out, a lot of times they'll do it, you know, so the, you know, just be prepared for that. All right, you want to uh, take the next few? Okay, the next one is be prepared to stand in long lines. Um, you, I mean, if you're waiting to get somebody's autograph, or like he mentioned earlier, get to get in a panel, you're going to be at, you're going to have to stand and stand and stand. So hopefully, you don't have any bad back issues or something. I have a little bit of back issues, but I've just over the years at various conventions, I've just learned to suck it up because some of the lines I've stood in to meet certain people because I'm a big autograph collector as well and. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you have to really wait. I mean, I didn't. One time I met Bruce Campbell, and I didn't think I was ever going to get through that line. So, <laughs> and um, this is another good one too. Most um, these conventions will allow you to bring in a backpack with snacks and water and etc. in there because if you don't bring in a bottle of water, more than likely, I mean, of course, I haven't been to the celebration. You can. Correct me. Will there be vendors in there selling bottles of water for like five bucks or something like that? Oh yeah, yeah. That's I think that's pretty much a giving everywhere. So if you if you bring some snacks and water, you'll be able to save yourself some money and stuff mm-hmm. by doing that. Um, leave time just to walk around and take in all the scenery. That is important too. I mean, because just be able to just <clears throat> I think to relax and enjoy and see what. I mean, they they always have stuff on display and stuff like that that you can see and do for free at these conventions. And oh yeah, and, you, and if you don't take the time to do that, you're missing out on some of the cool, fun stuff that there's always there. Yeah, and most of the stuff of, is free. I mean, uh, yeah. you know, everything that they have there to look at, touch, you know, all that kind of stuff. You know, they'll, they've got you know huge dioramas of like Jabba's Palace or the Cantina and stuff like that. The Millennium Falcon, they'll have like this uh this piece where they got the chess table and a place to sit around it. You can take pictures and stuff like that. That's cool. Um and the thing about that too is a lot of times with this stuff, I, I mean, I don't know about Star Wars Celebration, <clears throat> but a lot of times you don't have a long wait with the scenery stuff too, like you do with the other stuff. Yeah, yeah, the same. Yeah, it's pretty much that way. You might have to wait fifteen minutes. Yeah, which is nothing compared to some of the other stuff. And the next thing you got wrote down here is take lots of pictures. You can never take too many, and I agree with that too. It's you can always delete them later if you don't want them. Oh yeah, you know now in the days of uh, digital pictures, you know you can take you know four or five at a time, and if you don't like them, just delete them later. Yeah, um, you want to take back over since the names yeah, inside yeah. that one. <laughs> yeah, the next one is uh, this is from my wife. Meet Anthony Daniels. <laughs> I actually met him at AdventureCon about ten years ago, and he is super nice. I can say that. Oh yeah, I mean while you're waiting before the convention, you know they have this you know humongous area that they you know put everybody in the the cattle lines you know, so to speak and uh anthony daniels will come out there and walk around he'll uh he'll take pictures with people you know talk to people 
You know, he he's done this the the last three celebrations I've been to. Well, that's awesome. I think I've read something about that. Yeah, he comes out there and last year or not, well, two years ago, I guess now at Celebration Anaheim in 2015. Uh, I guess I had, or the, Stephanie had taken Bo to the bathroom, I think it was. And when they were coming back, Anthony Daniels was walking around and he looks at the, you know, the aisle because they've got this area in between the aisles that's open. It's an open area so people can get out and walk down the aisle and stuff. And that's where he walks around. So here comes Bo, you know, coming down toward me. And uh, Anthony Daniels holds holds his arms out and says like, "Oh, look at this!" And he comes and and Bo just keeps walk, running right on by him. <laughs> Doesn't even stop. That's funny. <laughs> so yeah, I thought that was funny. <laughs> Stephanie had you know told me that because. I didn't know that, that that had happened. I just heard heard some ruckus going on, and you know they come back and tell me this, and I'm because you know they was running back towards where we were sitting at, and mm. <laughs> so I thought that was funny. Well, that is funny. Um, make sure also that you wear comfortable shoes. You know, do not buy a brand new pair of shoes and go wear them at a convention. You're asking I, for trouble. Exactly. Can I make a, like a shoe plug here since I've done a lot of conventions? Sure. Um, Skechers is the is the most comfortable shoes I've ever wore to a convention. I mean, I've, I've, I, I got them one year and, and, and then wore them a couple of months before Wizard World, and then I wore them there, and I've, every convention I've done since then, I've wore Skechers. Oh, okay. Yeah. I highly recommend them. I know other people, too, that's talked about how much they like them. It's got this memory foam inside of it, and they're just really comfortable shoes. Hmm, nice. Yeah. Okay. Also, um, take pins for trading or uh, patches or, you know, button pins or buttons, whatever you want to call them, you know, where you, you actually pin them on your shirt, you know, those kind of little things, a little round, you know, inch or whatever they are, you know, sometimes. I've got a bunch for our podcast that I'm going to be taking with us, and you know, take some of those. You know, you can there you can easily get your own. You know, get you like a hundred of them. I think they're for a hundred. You can get like well, that's like thirty or forty bucks maybe for a hundred of them. Yeah, maybe even cheaper than that. I, I can't remember because I think ours was like oh, sixty-five dollars for how many? Did I get two fifty. I don't. I can't remember. You still need to give me some more too when you think of it. <laughs> yeah, I'll bring some out Saturday when we come. Yeah, because I was going to leave them out in the store and let people be able to grab one up for I can advertise it that way too. But yeah, there it's and some of the guys I'll see pictures and they come back with tons of patches and pins. I mean, they mm-hmm. really do the trading. Oh yeah, I've got a ton. I've still got all my lanyards with all my pins from the conventions I've been to, and uh, yeah, I got tons of them on there. Uh, you know, look for free stuff. There's lots and lots of companies that are giving out free stuff. You know, everything from comic books to pens and patches and, you know, cards. You know, like, no, know, uh, Mundi gives out free cards all the time. You know, they got one, one every day or something like that, a special one. You know, there's all kinds of companies that give out some free stuff. And, uh, and free stuff is always good to get to. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> it's free. Yeah, like the free, uh, free Lego builds. You know, at the Lego booth, I know they did, uh, in Anaheim, they did one every day. <clears throat> so you've got a little tiny thing to build, you know, it was like, you know, 10 or 12 pieces, you know, you put together and made a TIE fighter or an X-Wing or something like that. Um, also, make sure you bring stuff to get autographed, you know, even 
the authors they'll they'll be there too a lot of the authors from the books that you get they'll be there they'll sign for free you know so you don't have to pay for anything i know i've gotten like pablo hidalgo's signature on one of the books that he's done and i'm going to take this rogue one book because he he helped do it so i'm going to have him sign it that's cool yeah in my experience of meeting authors too I mean, nothing against the celebrities, but they're even more appreciative and nice than the celebrities are. Because they really appreciate you buying their work, and they're, oh, yeah, I'm happy to sign it, and stuff like that. Yeah. Also, uh, make sure that you bring something to do while you're in line, while you're waiting. Because there's a lot of times that uh, you'll be sitting in a line for 15 minutes to an hour or more. Uh, especially whenever you first get there, if you're going to get there early enough to get stuff for, you know, the exclusive stuff. Make sure you get there and bring stuff with you. Bring, you know, cards or a book or something to pass the time, you know, a tablet. Um, I know where, you know, I brought my tablet to the last convention so that Bo could watch Mickey Mouse episodes to keep him, you know, from, <laughs> you know, getting yeah. fussy because he was only 18 months at the time. Yeah. So he's going to be a little over, uh, I think, right at three and a half years old by the time the next celebration you know, in April comes. Uh, let's see. Uh, bring a small stool if you can. They make these little stools that can fold up. So, you know, if you're going to be there for a while, bring one of those, you know, because even if you're standing in line for, you know, a, a panel or something for 15 minutes to an hour, you know, you may need to sit down in a stool instead of sitting on the hard floor or something. Yeah, that's a, that's a good idea. I've seen people do that before, and I thought, you know, that is something I should consider, but I never have bought one. I have one. I got mine way back, you know, when me and Dwayne went to Celebration 5. Mm-hmm. He actually got it for me. He got one. I think it was at a dollar store or something like that, Dollar General or something. And I haven't seen them since, so I don't even know where you'd get one now. <laughs> uh, maybe someplace like Walmart or someplace like that. I don't know. Yeah. I'm sure you could probably find something like that online. Yeah, like on Amazon or something. Yeah. And, you know, uh, another thing, dress the part. You know, wear shirts. You know, if you want to, wear a costume. I I personally don't wear costumes, you know, just because I don't, uh, it's not my thing. But uh, I do wear Star Wars shirts, you know, all the time. I probably have enough shirts, you know, Star Wars shirts where I could probably wear a different one every day for two months and still not wear the same one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I got that many. I got maybe enough to do a month, maybe. <laughs> yeah, T Fury was my uh, my Achilles heel, I guess. <laughs> T Fury's pretty bad. There for a while, I was getting different stuff, and then I finally made myself just stop looking at their page. Pretty much that's what I, how did. I That's the only way you can break the habit of ordering stuff from them. Oh yeah. Anything else you can think of? I can't think of anything else. I think you covered it pretty good there with your suggestions. Let's see. Yeah, I can't really think of anything else myself. I know if you uh, if you don't have a four day pass right now, they are sold out. You know, all you can do is buy the single day passes. I don't know why they should open up more four day passes, in my opinion, and get rid of some of the single day ones. Yeah, especially if they're selling, they're still selling every day. They haven't deleted any of the days, so obviously they. It looks like they'd still be selling four four day passes. It makes no sense, kind of. <laughs> yeah, Saturday will be the day that sells out first. Yeah, that's the way it was last time. Uh, I don't think Thursday or Friday did, but Saturday and I think maybe Sunday might have as well. But uh, yeah, Sunday is normally 
a slower day just because people start leaving early you know they don't you know don't stay for the entire convention uh to try to get an early you know get home early i guess to go to work the next day mm-hmm. uh, but i'm taking off that monday so you know, it doesn't matter to me because we're driving back we're actually driving down there it's a long drive yeah you gonna are you gonna do the drive all in one day or are you gonna like half it up um i don't know at this point yeah. I think we're going to try to drive down uh, part of it going down, like drive down, you know, Friday, the Friday yeah. before, because we're, we're going to, to Disney for a few days and uh, the, uh, you know, then try to finish it up on Saturday. Uh, coming back, I don't know. We may just try to do it all in one shot. Yeah. We usually stop and, um, well, well, actually one time, usually we, on the way down, we stop in, in in Georgia usually, and then on the way home a couple of times, we've taken a different route and actually stopped in, in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee, and spent <laughs> the night there, which does make for a long day, though, to get to Pigeon Forge. <laughs> oh, coming back that way? Man, yeah. that, I, I can't stand going through Atlanta. That was horrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Atlanta's not a fun city. I rated up there with Chicago. That traffic <laughs> is horrendous and it's yeah it's crazy because the population of atlanta is only like a I don't know, 150 or 200,000 people mm-hmm. i mean lexington and louisville are bigger than atlanta but evidently there's so many companies there that people live in the surrounding areas and you know drive into work every day so i mean it's like 10 lanes of nothing but bumper to bumper traffic going each way yeah i've been there a few times i actually went to a couple of nascar races down there too with some friends and it's crazy in atlanta you like the nascar i used to oh uh, okay. i haven't haven't and i haven't really watched it in a long time <laughs> that's been the way it was for me too I've, ever since terry labani retired i pretty much you know eh, watch it every once in a while <laughs> well see i was a mark martin fan and see he's gone too yeah <laughs> All right, enough about NASCAR. Let's yeah, <laughs> we're off to off to a completely different subject. Yep. All right, so that's uh that's pretty much it for this episode. Um, we we do have a Patreon page. If anybody feels like helping us out, you know, giving like a you know we we do it by the month. So you know, if you just wanted to give a dollar, it'd be twelve bucks a, a year. So it's not not a lot, but it it would help us out. You know, get new equipment and stuff like that. It's uh, Patreon dot coms slash the star wars collector um if you want to get a hold of me you can email me raminator at gmail.com or on twitter at darth rammy r-a-m-y and then of course the podcast itself we have a gmail account uh podcast at gmail.com or also on twitter at twc podcast carl and if you want to get a hold of me it's as always haunted palace at gmail.com and I'm also on Twitter at Brain of Blood, B-R-A-I-N-O-F-B-L-O-O-B. D, I'm sorry. But yeah, that's how you can get a hold of me. All right. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, I think maybe uh, our next episode, we might go back to looking at uh, the Power of the Force 2 figures. How about that? Uh, nifty. I like I I still like them to this day the orange carded ones but when man when I guess I'll say what I'm going to save save what I'm going to say for the next episode but I changed my opinion when they changed the card colors. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks for listening and uh, we'll see you next time. Bye everybody.